I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, welcome everybody back to the podcast. Today, I am excited to dive into um, lower ticket offers and some strategies and what to expect with them. Um, I'm seeing a lot of success lately with what we call slow or self-liquidating offer funnels, um, where basically you sell a $27 or a $37 product on the front end with upsells on the back end. And we actually have one ourselves. It's the Facebook ad toolkit. And we have several clients who have one, but I want to talk through the purpose of those and the goals with them and some things to be careful with, like what I would call low ticket offers, which is those lower priced, really anything under, in my opinion, I don't know, $300, 297 or even up to 500 like is a lower ticket. And the reason why is it's harder to profit from it. And the reason why it's important to know that is because you need to have strategies to get it profitable and to use that really strategically. So I want to talk through strategies and kind of uh, expectations with this type of funnel and what we're seeing because we have several clients running it. Uh, we're running it ourselves and it's actually really successful. So first I want to talk about the concept behind it and so you can decide if it's something that you want to incorporate in your business. Um, so we've seen a lot of success with people using a product where you run ads straight to a 27 37 maybe up to $47 product, but probably not more than that. Usually a digital product. And it's really kind of like an e-commerce product funnel because you're running ads straight to that product, um, to that sales page where you're offering, asking for the sale versus just an opt-in. And then typically on the back end, once they buy, there's either order bumps, things they can add on to their order or an upsell on the thank you page to make more money off of that overall sale. Now, the key with making this successful, the number one key is that what you're offering for whatever price, um, ours is actually, we've tested all different prices. I think right now we've got it at 47 and it's working well. We started lower, but we raised it as we went. Um, regardless of, you know, whatever price that you're asking, it should be worth like five times that value, maybe even 10. Like it should be so valuable, such a no brainer purchase. And that will create it, its success, honestly. People are buying things right now like tools and spreadsheets. Um, I've seen a lot of like content ideas, social media posts, you know, templates, um, 
ours is a toolkit of calculators and ad tracking sheets and like very valuable tools, actionable tools that people can go and implement. And that's what's really working because it's like an amazing deal and a no-brainer purchase that it's going to get somebody results and help them see progress if they buy it and implement it in their business or in their life. So that's the main key to making this successful is honestly that the product you sell is extremely, extremely, extremely valuable. That's the first thing. Now let's talk about expectations with this because it's called self-liquidating offer for a reason. And that means your goal is that you're you're just paying for your ad spend with the purchase of that self-liquidating of that first product. And then maybe your upsells are profitable. Hopefully your upsells are profitable. That's, that is the goal. So you're not expecting to make money with that first 27, 37, $47 offer at all. Like if you just pay for your ad spend, you're golden and then you'll make money on your actual upsells, but you probably won't make like a ton of money. You're not going to make a hundred thousand dollars a month. I mean, I guess it depends on how much you spend, but I want, I believe there should be a bigger picture with this type of a funnel. And like, what are you sending people to next? So let me talk about our thought process of our own self-liquidating offer funnel. We sell high ticket. And so it's a pretty big jump to go from like free webinar or free whatever to signing up to work with us in our agency. Either our done with you or done for you services. The lowest price is $24.97 for our course if you get it at our at our special price. Um to $2,500 to $3,000 is that cost. So it's a pretty big jump to go from free sometimes to that. So what I wanted to do was was create a product that we could sell for this low price. So this is our toolkit, our slow funnel, that the point of the product would be to convince people to come and sign up with us as a client because the actual product delivery would be so good that it would build trust in just the consumption of what they bought. So that was my goal with it. And so whatever your business is, you should ideally have a next step. I don't recommend just selling like, you know, a max price of $200 of your highest price product is that amount. You're, you're going to have a hard time making a lot of money. There are exceptions, membership sites, people in the fitness and, and health industry sometimes need to price things at lower product and then you have to get high volume to to be very profitable but my suggestion is that you have something higher priced on the back end that you're that's like part of the bigger picture so you've got this self-liquidating offer it's 27 dollars and then it goes to an upsell that's maybe 97 dollars and then maybe you have one more upsell that's 200 dollars, and that's that funnel that's not the end all be all. Now, what do we do? What do we add on the back end that we send those people to that's like $1,000 or more? And so that is the big picture. And so one um, situation that, that I ran into with somebody was, so they actually had another scenario of this could be you have an opt-in that's free. And then on the thank you page, you're selling something which would be called a tripwire. Again, the point of those is to make back your ad spend not necessarily be extremely profitable maybe if you add multiple upsells you can be profitable but it's not like a money maker you can't run a business with just a tripwire you've got to have something else on the back end so I was talking to someone who their strategy was opt-in 
to Tripwire. The Tripwire was $97 and they were actually profitable, like marginally profitable on their ad spend, but they were frustrated about it. And they were like, well, we need to, you know, make more money. Like it's, it's not working and my ad spend isn't working. And I was like, yes, it is. Like the, the, the purpose of your tripwire is to actually just pay for your ad spend and you're actually making money off your ad spend. Now what we need to do is actually add something to the back end of what you're doing to send those people to next to really truly make your funnel profitable. The good news is these people had added 7,000 people to their list through that opt-in, sold I forget the percentage. I want to say it was like 10% of people were taking that tripwire. Sold a lot of tripwires for the $97 were profitable, but not as profitable as they wanted to be. And I was like, well, now you've built a list of 7,000 people that you've paid for with this tripwire offer and you have higher level services. They actually have had higher level where they could send somebody to um, book a call to purchase their higher level uh, services. So I said, the next step for you is to add that on the back end of your funnel because you've proven people want to opt in. They want to buy your tripwire. And now we need to make this even more profitable than it already actually is and sell people your higher ticket offer. So a really good strategy if you're dealing with lower ticket offer funnels, like I've been describing, is to look at it and decide how do I actually build on what I already have to make it more profitable? How do I send people to my application, to book a call with me, to a webinar for my 997 product? Those would all be options. And the benefit of combining it with your self-liquidating offer funnel is you're going to be sending it to people who have a lot of trust already because they've already purchased something from you. And people who have already purchased something from you are really, really likely to purchase something else from you, especially if you over-delivered on what they purchased originally. And that's why that's so important. Like, here's what I do not want you to do. And I don't think a lot of my audience would do this, but don't be like, oh, I've got to get a self-liquidating offer funnel up because everybody's doing it and I see all these $27 offers so I'm just going to throw this together and throw this together and it's like, it's okay, but it'll do for now and get it out there and have a delivery that you don't feel amazing about the product delivery. Like truly that is the key with these offers is that you way, way over deliver on the product because you should actually see the, the consumption of your small priced offer like that as part of your nurturing. And so if somebody consumes that product that you've put out there, they are being nurtured to your next level products. And they might buy one in a month from now, a couple of weeks from now, a year from now, you don't know. But people who buy it from you, like you're either making or breaking their trust right there. And if they have a poor experience from buying from you for that low ticket offer where you you know put out there, the chances of them coming back and buying anything are nothing. Nick, they, they won't. You've lost their trust. But if they are like, wow, this was way worth my money and such a great product, what else do they have? That's how you want people to feel. So I have personally tested this out where we had people cold traffic, buy our toolkit for $47, buy our upsells, which at the time of recording this equaled $97, but we're actually upgrading it. But equaled $97, they spent cold traffic with me. Then sign up for one of my free trainings, then fill out an application to become a client, then become a client. And that is the, you know, that is my journey that I wanted them to take. 
For years, people have asked me if I will sell our top ad tools that we use with our clients, and finally, I am. Introducing our Bulletproof Facebook Ad Toolkit, a power-packed, easy-to-use resource bundle and workshop series that will dramatically shortcut the path to a highly profitable funnel. Inside this bundle, you will find our ad projection calculator so you can calculate your ad spend based on your sales goals, our Facebook ad tracking sheet so you can track your ad results against your goals every single day, our campaign planner so you can plan out all your campaigns before you ever launch them, and our Facebook ad copy swipe file with our highest converting Facebook ad copy. To access all of these tools, so let's, let me recap here what I want you guys to do. One, if you haven't considered a self-liquidating offer, you could for your business. Make sure that your product is very, very good that you do put together, that it's also attracting the person that you want to come in for your higher ticket offer. Don't see a self-liquidating offer as like, I'm going to make bank with this. See it as it's a stepping stone in my big picture customer journey. So for if you don't have one, something to consider if it's right for your business and if you think that you could serve your audience in this way. If you do have one, what I want you to look at is, is actually go back and try to get data on the people who purchased your offer and what are they doing after that? Are they moving, you know, are you giving them options to move into your higher ticket offers that you have? And ideally you do have them. And if you don't, you know, you should definitely be thinking about that. Even if it's a $500 offer, a thousand is totally fine, but you'll just create a much more profitable business easier if you're not just trying to sell, you know, $300 and and below products. Now, again, there are exceptions, like especially in the health and wellness industry. Sometimes you have to go for that volume with low ticket because that is the space. You, you, if you know me, you know, I'm, I never preach cookie cutter strategies. There's always a way that you have to mold your business to what's right for your customer and your offers. But for the most part, you know, the example I just used of somebody who had the opt-in, had the tripwire for 97, and they thought they were going to make a ton of money from it. That was kind of the mistake they were making until they talked to us. Um, because I was like, you're, you're actually doing really well with what you have. And the next thing you have to do is add something on the back end where you can make more profit. And the good thing, like the really good thing is that you've added all these people to your list. Like it becomes a snowball effect because all those people now are free on your list. You can market something else to them. If a couple of people buy, you know, it's pure profit from what you've already run. So if you have something like this now existing, that's a lower ticket offer. I want you to look at how do you really maximize your strategy so that those people going through it are going through an intentional journey. So even in the product delivery, like if someone consumes one of our products in the back end, we are linking to our client application because for me, that's the next step for them to go to. So even in the actual consumption and delivery of the product, like what is the journey that this person's supposed to go on? Because most likely just giving them this small low ticket offer isn't enough to solve all their problems so what else do you need to do to solve you know to serve them and to solve those problems for them and that's what you should be looking at and deciding so 
looking at that and really trying to maximize your strategy on the back end will help you. The other thing you can do and the other strategy we've talked to clients coming in about and helping them adjust is really playing with the prices. So if you started out like, so we started out with ours is $27 and we've raised it slowly up to 47. But you know, sometimes you raise a price $10 and it doesn't affect your buying percentage at all, but it just gets that cart value a little bit higher. And this is why I said it's kind of like an e-commerce funnel because with e-commerce and, and physical products, what you're paying attention to is the max I can pay to acquire a customer is whatever it is. And, you know, I can get as many customers as I, you know, infinity, yeah, essentially, not really because of people's like... Um, stock and how much they have in in that they can sell but you know if I if I have a $30 product and I know my cost to of doing business my cost of producing that product is whatever then I can pay you know $10 to acquire a customer and I'm just ballparking but for digital products you don't really have a cost to deliver it and so for me like I can pay $47 to acquire somebody to buy a $47 product because 65, 70% of people are taking our upsell. And so I know I can pay $47 cost per acquisition of somebody buying my toolkit because I'm making plenty on the upsells and I don't have a cost of delivery. Now, if you're a physical product, you have a cost of delivery, so you have to lower that cost. But testing your pricing sometimes, like for example, when I started, I just wanted to pay 27 because that was the price of my toolkit. Well, we've slowly raised it and tested it and it hasn't impacted our sales, but it's increased our average cart value. So what are things you could do to increase that overall average cart value? That means the average amount somebody's spending. So if you have you know three different products and upsells or four different products and upsells within that funnel, what's the average amount of money you're making between all of your sales? Because some people might spend 27, some people might spend 100, some people might spend 200. When you put all those together, what's the average cart value? And how could you increase that cart value? Could you raise your price a little? Could you add an order bump? to the order form, which is like a little checkbox where they could add that to their order, like really looking at that strategy. And, and this goes back to looking at a funnel and just constantly optimizing it. We launched our own self-liquidating offer, I want to say two months ago, and we've made several reiterations and adjustments to it since then, and we are still doing so. And it's been profitable and working the whole time. And that's one of the keys with marketing is like it's working and it's profitable, but I still see room for improvement based on data I'm getting or ideas I have for shifting it or for increasing my cart value and increasing the overall profit I can get from that. So if you have something or you're thinking about something right now, like once you put it out there, continually ask yourself, how do I increase that average cart value? How do I squeeze more value out of the money I'm putting into this offer? So that's what to expect with lower ticket offers, kind of what they're used for. They should be part of a bigger customer journey. They shouldn't be your end all be all, in my opinion, unless you're one of the exceptions, but they should be used for a bigger ticket strategy. They should over deliver, build relationships, build trust with your leads and help you you know, be a stepping stone in your ladder, in that value ladder of offers that you have. If you want support in strategizing one of these for your own business and looking at yours and creating it 
better or making it more strategic. Like we're really, really good at these and have come up with several funnels for our clients that kind of implement this. So you can go to helpmystrategy.com to see if you qualify to work with Team Hirsch in either a done with you capacity or a done for you capacity. Thanks so much for listening today, guys, and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.